Happy Tuesday, everyone. This is Julie Townsend. I'm your host, and you're listening to Downtown Dish. And uh, Happy New Year, everyone. It's the first show of the new year, so we're excited to bring you lots of interesting things happening in downtown specifically, but certainly citywide. We talk about citywide issues as well. And uh, to kick off the new year, I have the the very special guest uh, who's going to tell us all about some fun things that he's thinking of for uh, our beautiful historic downtown and specifically Munn Park, uh, City Manager Sean Charles. Welcome, Sean. Thank you, Julie. It's a pleasure to be here. Thanks. Um, before we get to Sean and what we're going to talk about, I just want to plug, of course, our first Friday event, which is this Friday. Uh, it is the Three Kings Celebration, and it's uh, hosted by Just Dance Uh and so we're excited to have that event. You can learn more about the details at our on our website, downtownlkld.com. And if you have not yet uh, subscribed to our text messaging system or our email newsletter, I just want to give that a plug. It's a new year. Hopefully you did some of the things that I did over the holidays when I had some downtime was clean out my Uh, inbox and unsubscribe from all the spammy emails that I've set myself up for over the years and signing up for things online. But don't don't take us off your list because our newsletter comes once a week and it's in your inbox uh, on Thursdays and it just gives you uh, an update of what's going to happen in the week coming up in downtown. So if you want to, one of your New Year's resolutions is to be more connected to your community then one of the great ways to do that is to follow downtownlkld.com or Downtown LKLD on Facebook, Instagram, go to our website, sign up for our email newsletter, or you can also get that uh, via text message, and you can find out how to sign up for that on our website. But, of course, also to learn citywide things, uh, the city has great communications through lakelandgov.net, and all of their social media as well. So make it a New Year's resolution, if you have not, to be more connected to your community. So with that, that's why we have uh, the amazing Mr. Sean Charouse here to talk about uh, a project that is coming up, and it's kind of a timely project. Uh, we're going to be talking about Munn Park. Yes. Yeah, Julie. Thank you. <laughs> I kind of I kind of lobbed that to you with without, without any real... Uh, uh, intro. So Mun Park is something that uh, obviously is our central park, our central city park. And years ago, uh, the LDDA did a presentation to the city commission because we knew Explorations 5 was leaving. And that was about the time, I think, that you became interim city manager, roughly. That's, that's about right. Yeah. So I think it was, um, it was a nice um, sort of collaboration there because I knew that you were very interested in making downtown more vibrant. That has been something that has been a focus for you for a while, right? It has been. Yes. So it's been a big focus. It just, you know, takes a while to develop some of those plans and especially when, you know, there's funding involved, but I think we're getting uh, very close to approaching seeing some uh, reality to some of those discussions. Yeah. And some of the things that the city has done um, is the string lights across the streets and the drip lights in Munn Park. And um, so when we did our presentation, you know, we were kind of talking about how to fill Munn Park or the, the, the center piece of Munn Park that had been recently vacated. Uh, and we were kind of talking about some ideas and we threw out some ideas. And uh, one of those ideas was a carousel. And was, some people hated it. Lots of people hated it. Some people loved it. Um, but, you know, the city was like, we're not going to do anything for a while. We're just going to kind of let things settle and see how the people 
use Mon Park, right? Just see how they use it. So how do you see them using it today? Well, and and so that's really kind of the focus, right, is if you go down to Mun Park today, really any day, um, throughout the day, there's really nothing going on, right? right? It's just a passive public space, and that's all it is. There's no activity there. It's really just if you want to sit on a park bench Mm -hmm. and do nothing, that's about all that's available in in the park today. I mean, you can look at the fountain, you know, you can you can people watch, which is all good and fun, but it's not enough of an attraction to the area. And so that's kind of now what we want to present to the public and take, you know, input from the public or feedback and get their comments and suggestions about some things that um, we're interested in doing around the the perimeter, the outside area of the park um, to provide for some light recreational uh, type activities that would hopefully draw people back down uh, to the park on a daily basis uh, to, to, to enjoy time with friends and family. Yeah. So, you know, as, as you just stated, there's not a lot of things to do in Mun Park. One of the things that we talked about several years ago, because I know you went to Carmel, Carmel, mm-hmm. Carmel, uh, Indiana, right? And That's you'll correct. tell us about that. But um, you were, you were, you had lots of great ideas that you brought back from there. And one of the ideas was, you know, having some kind of games and things. So LDDA invested in some some games that we could, you know, place and remove. And and we would uh, so on some of the Saturday farmers market days, we would put out bocce ball and we'd put out cornhole and and just see how the public reacted. Let them play, you know, for free. Um, I think, uh, I mean, it was met with, I think, sort of, you know. It was not super successful just because I think, A, people didn't expect it to be there. It was hard to get them to notice that that stuff was there. Uh, the the grounds are not set up for that. They're not necessarily organized in such a way for bocce ball to be necessarily successful. And plus the farmer's market, you know, they were kind of there for the farmer's market. So we never did try it on a Wednesday afternoon or a Tuesday, you know, afternoon, which we certainly could have. But that's kind of um, – but the people who did play it had a good time and they liked using the park. And when I go to the park – Occasionally, you'll see families out there, you know, kicking a ball in the center or rolling a ball around with their child. So I think there's definitely a need and a and a want for people to spend more time in the park. And um, so tell us some of those ideas that you sort of came back from Indiana with. Yeah. So when I went to Carmel, as the the mayor always uh, uh, critiques the way that I say that, my southern accent kind of gets in Carmel. the way. But I, I call it Carmel. He says it's Carmel. Um, anyway, we'll the they, they've done a great job in that in that city. And and for anybody who watches, you know, some of the rankings that go on nationally right now, you know, Carmel's in the top five for everything. Mm-hmm. You know, places to live and and recreational activities and and all of that. And one of the things that uh, that struck me when I was there is the way that kind of like I referenced that they've 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 used these light recreational activities in and around their passive public spaces and to do just what I mentioned, mm-hmm. to, to draw people there. And and so, you know, what I saw there that I think are even some ideas we might want to use in the perimeter of Mun Park were things like ping pong tables. Mm-hmm. Now, a lot of people, when I say that, they, they, they have a reaction and they think that we're talking about kind of the small, small little yeah. fold up <laughs> ping pong tables that you might have at, at your home. But that's not what we're talking about. What I saw there were these very large, substantial, you know, metal Industrial fabrication, strength, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, outdoor, you know, intended um, use. And 
Um, and and so every time when I was in Carmel, I would I would walk by. There were there were always whether it was kids, college kids, families, um, a lot of people participating. You know, in that. And so that was one example. I, I also saw similarly um, some outdoor billiards tables that mm. were very popular. And these things again, they're they're made to be outdoors. They're for heavy recreational type use, and and a lot of people were enjoying you know playing billiards. Mm-hmm. Um, there were there were other things that you know were were um, that are easy to, to put right. out. I mean cornhole boards and 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 things like that. You know, um, but but then you know even even some more permanent things that are that are on the grounds that are part of the park. Um, you know things like maybe a shuffleboard court. Mm-hmm. They had a really nice bocce ball uh, area, mm-hmm. um, bocce ball court, and and they even now have you know community leagues and that that that, that play there. And they have other bocce ball courts mm-hmm. in and around. And so you know just just uses like that that again are are somewhat light in in the in the activity. Um, but but enough people have interest to go down and participate in those things, and I just think that you know we could de- we could deploy the same type of concept in an, around Munn Park around the perimeter to get to get people from the colleges to get the families to come out and and utilize you know those those recreational amenities. Right. So um, when we come back, we're going to talk about how you're going to engage the public because the whole point of this is not for you and the city staff and the city commission to say, these are the things that we're installing in Munn Park, general public. It's to engage the community, ask what they would like to see, give them some suggestions, of course, so that they have an understanding of what's being done in other cities and what the possibilities might be for here. So when we come back, we're going to talk about the city meetings, uh, the community meetings that you have set up, and, uh, and maybe some other uh, successes that you've seen around the country. So stick with us. And we're back. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend, and my special guest to kick off the new year in uh, all the right ways, City Manager Sean Charouse. Thank you, Sean, for being here. Thank you, Julie, and Happy New Year Happy to everyone. Happy New Year, yes. Um, so we're talking about how to reimagine the uses uh, for Munn Park. And uh, so if you didn't hear the first part of the segment, just a, a quick recap, just um, talking about different types of activities that might be introduced to Munn Park to make it a place where people want to use and be active. Right now it's a very passive park, nothing to do really but sit around on a bench, and we want people to have more choices. So I know that um, you were going to tell us how the public can be engaged in this process. Yeah, so one of the things that the city is going to be very intentional about, and and staff and I have, have worked with a consultant, because we don't want the city staff the city organization to, to over influence what ends up being incorporated into the perimeter of the park. We truly want to hear from the public. What are the things that they would be mm-hmm. interested in that would bring them down, you know, to the park um, for those activities. And so um, there's going to be several things that are going to happen and, and ways that the, the community can participate. We're going to have some public meetings. Mm-hmm. Um, the dates for those are January the 10th from 5 to 7 p.m. at the Magnolia Building um, there on Orange Street. And then on January the 12th from 3 to 5 p.m., um, also at the Magnolia Building um, there on Orange Street. Uh, we will have the consultant there. The consultant will do some presentation. They're going to present these different concepts, these ideas. Um, there's some visual aids to that. 
and and then and then take um, input from the public. And and input can be uh, as simple as if somebody sees things they like. Like I mentioned the the ping pong tables. If they like that, maybe it's a, a green dot that mm-hmm. they put on that picture or a thumbs up. Um, if they don't, maybe it's a, a red sticker. Mm-hmm. Um, and and so it, it's as simple as that. But we're also very interested in what other suggestions might the public not see that they think would be a good idea once they kind of get an, a, a visual of the concept that, that we're trying to create. So in addition to that, um, we're developing a website and it'll be a microsite. And at the meeting on January the 10th and through all of the city's communication channels, we'll be putting out that that web address. And, and so for people who can't make it to the meeting or people who maybe went to the meeting but needed some time to, to think mm-hmm. about what they saw, they'll have the ability to go to the website see all of the presentation, all of the visuals, and and then give some indication as to what they like, what they don't, and again, an opportunity to just make other suggestions that we may not have thought of or incorporated in, in this concept yet. Yeah, and I think that's um, the, the, the key is to give people multiple opportunities to, to share their input and, um, you know, to see the visuals. I know we're doing radio right now. So you did a presentation to Rotary Club today and you had these great uh, images, which are helpful to kind of get the, the juices flowing, so to speak, in terms of, of your thoughts. But something that I think was really impactful was just sort of um, the green space in the center and, and realizing that it's not just not just filling the the. Uh, quadrants, as I call them, because of the sort of X-shaped sidewalk that goes through the middle. But your that that design, you know, again, it's just just a a way to get your ideas flowing. But that design had those bricks removed. Yeah. And and so that is we really just want to inspire thought with those images and, and those concepts and then and then hear from everyone else. But, you know, some of the things that that the public will see at these meetings and on the website um, would include things like on the north end of the park, there's an area there that would work really well for something like a, a food truck court. Mm-hmm. And um, and that would be right near where the fountain is. And then one of the key components that we're also showing in these concepts are the, um, the sun sail type pavilion that could be placed in front of that. And then what that would do would be during the day or during times that people are going to the food trucks, they would have tables and chairs underneath that structure, um, you know, so that people could enjoy the, the shade and, and, and eat the food that they get from the food trucks. Um, but then when we have community events, like mm-hmm. maybe we want to have a, a, a concert, mm-hmm. then we could remove the tables and chairs. We can bring in a band stage and then the, the performers can perform from, from underneath that structure. Mm-hmm. But then out on that big open lawn is where, you know, all of the community can set, you know, to take, um, to take in those different uh, events. But it also leaves just a big, you know, I've I've been referring to it and and actually um, our uh, deputy um, parks and rec director, Pam Page, come up with the moniker, you know, that really Munn Park should be the front lawn of the downtown. Right. And so taking out some of that concrete, opening that up, Mm -hmm. uh, giving people that opportunity that you mentioned to come down and kick a soccer ball, Mm -hmm. you know, out there in the middle, you know, throw a football around a Frisbee, 
um, you know, put a blanket down and enjoy a, a picnic, um, you know, soften that up a bit. Mm-hmm. Now, just so there's no pushback already from the public, <laughs> I, I do want to mention that the, the bricks that are inscribed, mm, yes. they will they will remain <laughs> a, a part of the park. Yes. They they will be relocated kind of out to the perimeter area, but they, they will still remain. And so we'll 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 preserve that history. Yeah, I, I will. I will be getting calls. Or you'll be getting calls about that because to this day, people still ask if they can still do that. And so I think this this will give another opportunity as the possibility of, of sort of restructuring where those hard surfaces are. Uh, you might have the opportunity to do another brick uh engraving drive if for lack of a better word (laughs) lack of a better word uh because i know people call you know a few times a year i get a call how do i get my family's name engraved in a brick in mun park and you know yeah definitely we know that those things are important to people and so again they they will you know remain and and they will be kind of in a band around that outer um perimeter but you know some of the other things um kind of mentioned the food truck concept the the sun sale uh, type, you know, structure a pavilion there, you know, but then there's other opportunities on the north end for some things that could be larger amenities than mm-hmm. what the others will be. So for instance, um, in the in the northwest corner of the park up there, it lays out really well for the potential to put in like a small dog park. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the downtown, we're, we're getting more and more multifamily development. You know, Mirrorton uh, is very successful. You know, we've got other developments coming. There are going to be people moving into the downtown, mm-hmm. more urban living, you know, with, with dogs, and, and they might enjoy a dog park. Now, mm-hmm. again, that's just an idea. Right. The, the public may not like that, and mm-hmm. that's what we want to hear. But, you know, dog parks are pretty successful. Successful. Um, it, yeah. It's great for people with dogs, but it's also a, a, an, an opportunity for social interaction, and and that could be something that the public would enjoy. Um, on the other uh, kind of the northeast corner, mm-hmm. um, one of the things that the consultant has put out there again, just as kind of a, a visual, is the potential for a parkour course. Now, I had to look up exactly what that was, but it's pretty interesting. It's very popular, especially with kind of the high school, college age. Um, demographic where it's just these large structures. A lot of them are just kind of concrete, um, but it's a course and they, they, they run and jump off of them and jump from structure to structure. And it's a, it's a good way for, for physical activity, phys- mm-hmm. physical exercise. That of everything that we're kind of putting out there to inspire thought is probably the most physically demanding. It, it would be, mm-hmm. it would be more of a heavier, you know, recreational use than the other lighter things mm-hmm. like throwing cornhole or, um, you know, ping pong or right. billiards or the like. So um, the re- the rest of the park then um, would would be, you know, kind of the other types of, uh, of ideas that we're going to put out there um, for the public to enjoy. Yeah. So well, you have some other thoughts that you had shared at the meeting and we can talk about those. It's harder to, to describe without seeing the visuals of, of some of the other things that you showed us today, but we'll certainly um, and talk about those and, and people will be able to see those on the website and, and at the meeting as well. And, you know, some of the ideas that uh, you didn't mention, but LDDA had thrown out during our presentation was, you know, like the uh, and I know swings are, are, are one of the things you're going to talk about, but just sort of the the, the, the large uh swings where multiple people can sit on them together and swing and, and, um, you know, things like that. So there's lots of ideas, uh, as you said before, and we'll say it again, the things that you're talking about today are just the things that are 
idea starters and it's not the this is what the the city is secretly married to these ideas. I think they're good ones. So I think we can um, probably bank on some of these ideas being uh, part of the decision making. So we'll continue that conversation and talk about what we've already done in downtown to make you want to come to spend your time here. So stick with us. Thanks for sticking with us. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend, and my guest today is city manager, Sean Charouse. And we are talking about specifically uh, reimagining Munn Park, but then in general, we're going to talk about just downtown in general. So uh, welcome back, Sean. Thanks for being with me. Happy to be here. And so we were just talking about uh, the different sort of ideas that could be proposed just as idea starters. What else uh, are your consultants and your staff just going to kind of throw out there to to get our juices flowing? Yeah, there's several. And again, I just can't highlight enough. You know, they're really just intended to be thought provoking and then and then let other people talk about what types of amenities they would enjoy, knowing that probably some of those that are examples, you know, may end up being utilized. But, you know, one of the things that the consultant um, brought forward and, and, and everyone's going to see um, are these really interesting um, swings. Mm-hmm. And and I'm almost hesitant to call them swings because right. it's not like a swing set where right. you could really get going and, <laughs> and swing back and forth. Um, it, it's it's these large structures or or these kind of oval looking um, uh, pieces where where they're they're intended for adult, adults to sit on. Mm-hmm. Now children can certainly sit on them as well, and and they kind of rock back and forth a little, but again, not like a full um, swing. But also the way that they are designed, mm-hmm. they're designed to really inspire social interaction. The, the way that they face one another, kind of at different angles, re- really is just it, it does. It inspires that kind of interaction between people who might go down there, you know, and sit on them and, and just mm-hmm. take a break and enjoy the the park. It's not the type of swing that you're going to set on, you know, for an hour, right. um, it, it'd probably start to become uncomfortable if, <laughs> if you did. But, you know, to sit there for 30 minutes, 45 mm-hmm. minutes and just take it in and, and interact with people um, is is one of the components that everyone will see as, again, just an idea. Yeah. And one of the things I, I was thinking about in the last segment when you said, you know, not everybody necessarily will have dogs and, and, and you know, care about having a dog park per se. But I think what it all does, I mean, I'm not going to I'm not going to use the parkour if we end up with a parkour. Probably not. It's not going to be my thing, but I'm not necessarily opposed to it because I personally wouldn't use it. But I think what it brings is what we're trying to do, which is activity and energy and a reason to come downtown to Mun Park for Mun Park's sake. And that's that's what we lack today. And we love that, you know, we've done, I think, over the years, not just the LDDA and not just the city, uh, but, you know, everybody who produces a special event in downtown, we've all collectively tried to have a reason for people to come downtown. And the restaurants and the number of restaurants we've been able to recruit and those that went from lunch only to now dinner. And, you know, we've got um, just a lot more vibrancy than we did when I started doing this 20 years ago. But Mun Park is still kind of the same way stagnant that it was 20 years ago. And there's just no, there's nothing exciting about Mun Park. And so that's where I think this is really interesting and creative because now you can say, well, we can go to, you know, the strip center and have dinner or we can go downtown. We have lots of choices. And then after we eat, we can 
go people watch in Mun Park because there's all these crazy activities that people could be doing, or we can participate and be one of those crazy people that people that other people watch. So. Exactly, exactly. Yeah, there's lots of opportunities there. Um, you know, the swings that I mentioned, they're even referred to as social pods yeah. because of <laughs> it, which kind of does sound a little bit scientific, but uh, pr- pretty interesting concepts. You know, we, we have seen a, a resurgence in the downtown and, and you know, we talk about revitalizing um, Munn Park and, and really it had already started, mm-hmm. right? I mean, it, maybe not, it wasn't completely, you know... Um, uh, uh, covered so much in the media, though it was some, but but coming out of COVID, you know, mm-hmm. and you mentioned earlier, um, putting the string lights over mm-hmm. the street and um, and putting the drip lights in the trees in the park, you know, just interesting things to try to draw people to it. Yeah. And it's the same concept here. Um, you know, the city partnering um, with the LDDA to do the, the night Buena markets that mm-hmm. we had. And we had the, a concert series for, for there for, on Friday nights that were uh, everyone enjoyed. It, it's, right. it, it is just about attracting people to the downtown. And, and then what does that do for us as a community? Well, you know, it, 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 it just provides some enjoyment to our citizens. Um, it, it gives them their public spaces to, to utilize and and uh, and interact in you know but then there's also that economic development component I mm-hmm. mean the more people that come downtown that come to the park that go to the shops you know and go into the restaurants um, you know the, the the more opportunity that's going to give us to bring in other restaurants and right. proprietors um, that I, that I think the the public would enjoy yeah and one of the things that I've always said in in all of my years in in downtown is that you know, when you bring family from out of town or friends from out of town and you want to show off your city, where do you bring them? And when I ask that question, most people say downtown or some component of downtown, like they specifically say the Francis Langford Promenade or they'll say downtown or Munn Park. Uh, now they're going to say Bonnet Springs, I'm sure, <laughs> which is fine. <laughs> right, it's fine. Right. Um, it's all good stuff. But they don't say I brought them to the Walmart on South Florida or Lakeside Village as as this is my town. Now, Lakeside Village is great. We need shopping centers. But that's not what you showcase as this is my city. So the more vibrant and and active that the downtown can be, the better it is for all of us because you certainly don't want to bring friends and family and like there's nothing going on. It's just crickets out there. So all of that effort is is really felt rippling throughout the city because it makes the entire city uh, feel more vibrant and active. Absolutely. You know, and there's there's so many opportunities and, and it's and it's something that the city commission is is very interested in. And we talk about it at strategic planning. We actually have a study that was funded and is underway right now. But even when you think about the connectivity and, mm-hmm. and you mentioned Bonnet Springs and, and it's fantastic. Mm-hmm. We're so blessed to have that type of an amenity now in our um, community. And, and but there's a little bit of a disconnect right now from Bonnet Springs to really Munn Park where mm-hmm. we're talking about. But there's a lot of study and work that's being done for how can we connect those areas? You know, how can we get a good connection through a trail system type scenario from Bonnet Springs, you know, over to the RP Funding Center and then down to Munn Park and then down to the promenade, Mm -hmm. you know, at Lake Mirror and maybe even over to Lake Morton. We really have an opportunity here and Munn Park is just one of the pieces of that. But again, it is the front lawn of our downtown, as you stated. I've I've had family in in the last week uh, in, in from the Houston area. 
and you know I took them downtown and and we went to Munn Park and and fortunately we had the uh, Christmas lights out so we were able to go in there and take some photos you know around mm-hmm. the Christmas lights but 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 for that mm-hmm. I don't know what I would have shown them in in right. Munn Park today right and and so to have again that vibrancy um, with with these active recreational uses that we're talking about and even then the potential for maybe the food trucks and the like on the north end. Um, really gives us another showpiece for the community, again, so that our our citizens and our guests and visitors mm-hmm. can enjoy. And one of the things that you presented at the, the meeting today, which um, uh, obviously I'm very well aware of, but it really was sort of a, a re-registering in my brain of sort of an aha moment, in that Munn Park has been different things over the years. I mean, we kind of back in when this current configuration of Munn Park was was underway and under construction and uh, visioned and and they had a consultant that came in. Uh, I guess it was back in the '90s. I guess when this happened, um, you know, we went sort of back to the historic uh, configuration of Munn Park with with the focal point in the center and the X crossing of the of the sidewalks. But you know, back in the '60s and '70s, it looked quite different in its heyday. I think you mentioned that it was um, like a sports field, right? <laughs> yeah, that through this process, I've learned so much. And one of our great city employees, uh, who's a local historian, um, uh, Stacy, and and others from the mm-hmm. library have provided me with some some information. Some of it very surprising to me. So one of the first recorded uses, uh, even though it wasn't Munn Park at that mm-hmm. time, it was just kind of referred to as the city park, mm-hmm. um, was was for sports field. Mm-hmm. And um, and we have a photograph of what is believed to be the first baseball game between Lakeland and Kissimmee. And that's like in, I, I want to say it was like 1885. Yeah, I think that's what you said. Um, you know, I also, in today's presentation uh, to the Rotary Club, I, you know, we've had four different train depots that, mm-hmm. that have been in that location. Um, I never knew until I saw the photos recently that there was a city hall pavilion in the late 1800s, mm-hmm. early 1900s mm-hmm. there. Uh, in the park. And so who who knew that? So it has been so many things. Um, I just think that some of that has been forgotten. You know, there was a very large fountain there back in the 60s and 70s that people of my age, you know, recall. Um, And and so we're really looking to to the future with with more people, again, coming to the downtown, living in the downtown, kind of that urban core area. Um, What what can we do to make it more vibrant as we move forward into our future here in Lakeland? All right. Well, we'll keep talking about that in our last segment, so stick with us. And we're back. You're listening to Downtown Dish. I'm your host, Julie Townsend, and my guest today is City Manager Sean Schraus. And we are talking about the future of Munn Park and the future of downtown, really. Uh, It's Timely, because it's a new year, and we want to look to the future, and we want to, you know, get some new ideas and and new ways to move forward and and revitalize and energize and uh, our community. So thank you, Sean, for being here, and um, I know you're going to tell us uh, about the community meetings if you want to recap when we can participate in all of these great ideas. Yeah, so, you know... First of all, let me again kind of plead to the public to, to really own this process. That right. that's what it's it's intended for. 
um, I only want, and the, and the, and the city staff and, and the consultants are only interested in really doing the things that we hear from the public that they, that they want. You know, again, though, it, it, we're talking about kind of lighter recreational, you know, amenities and activities. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, you know, just expense-wise and and because of where it's located, you know, for instance, the idea of a pool, it, it is not <laughs> going to happen there. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, I, I have had someone um, who had even suggested, you know, what about one of these now surf park type wave pools well Uh, that's also you know it's just not we can't reach that in that location um you know given the way the infrastructure is established and the like so let's kind of keep in mind and again the the consultants will will point out what the concept is that we've talked so much about today um but then you know for for the public the the january the 10th Mm-hmm. Uh, meeting at the Magnolia Building on Orange Street from five to seven would be an opportunity for people to attend in person, and then on January the twelfth from three to five again at the Magnolia Building um, there on Orange Street. Now I will tell you the three to five that time frame was decided upon because we were really thinking about you know parents who would be picking their kids up mm. from school right. who may want to then stop by and yeah. and let the let their kids participate and let's yeah. let's let the youth tell us what you know mm-hmm. they they would like to see and 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 have in in the perimeter of of Mon, Mon Park there the other thing i mentioned was the website and that is under development right now what we're planning to do is at that january the 10th meeting we're going to then release the address for mm-hmm. the website and then the city will be putting that out through all of our different communication channels, social media, and, and the like, so that uh, for those who cannot attend, um, they'll they'll be able to utilize the, the website through that address. And again, then our plan is we're going to continue to take input from the public through the entire month of January. Um, after that, then the consultant will compile all of that, quantify some of that. You know, some of it will also be dependent upon the way certain things can be situated right. and oriented, you know, as to whether it could work or not in, in some of the confinement that mm-hmm. we have. Um, in the park. So, so those are the opportunities for everyone to participate. And, and again, just please take ownership of this. Um, tell us what you want, what would bring you down to Munn Park for you and your family and friends to, to have a, a, a nice time in the, in the front lawn right. of our downtown. And, and for its own sake. And I, I think, you know, What's interesting is we have a lot, like we said before, we have a lot of events. We have the farmer's market every Saturday. We have first Fridays. We have all these other events. Uh, We have night markets, um, the music events. But on any given Tuesday, you know, there's uh, at 3 p.m., you're you're not going to find anything actively going on in Munn Park. So this provides, it kind of turns Munn Park into its own event at all times because it becomes what you want to do there and what you make of it. Uh, but gives you some some things to play with. Mm-hmm. I mean, right now there's there's nothing to play with. You can sit on a park bench. That's about it. Um, but I think you know we're the 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 ideas of um, like you said, some things are are not going to be financially feasible. And also one of the things that I would personally uh, look for is ideas that we don't have in other places. Like when we did our uh, public meeting, the LDDA did a public meeting back in. April of 19 and asked folks what they would like to see in the center when we were just kind of talking about would we only redo something in the center. It was, you know, a fountain or a, sw- a piece of art or a swan sculpture. Well, we have all those things in down, not only in the city, but we in downtown. That's not going to make me excited about coming to Munn Park mm-hmm. to go see another uh, fountain when there's one 
50 yards away (laughs) in one park. Mm -hmm. So I think I would challenge the public to come up with ideas that are things that you can't experience anywhere else in Lakeland, but specifically you can't experience them already in downtown. So we have beautiful Barnett Park and the Sunflower uh, park as part of Barnett Park. So we don't need those kinds of activities there. We need, like you said, the swings are not meant for children per se. They can certainly use them, but they're really meant for adult socialization kinds of things. So it's different. It's a different type of swing set. Yeah, absolutely. And and just like I mentioned a moment ago, I mean, I, I would like for, you know, many people to think about it in the perspective of, of what I had said, you know, about the parents who may be picking their children up from school mm-hmm. to then come to the meeting. Well, think about the park that way. Right. You know, if you're picking your kid up from school and you want to go, you know, downtown and, and, and you, you, you know, you want to maybe eat or mm-hmm. grab a snack, you know, what, what, and what would you want in, mm-hmm. in the perimeter of the park that you could, you could take your children to and, and, and enjoy that space? Yeah. And I, and I think various things of, of, of different age groups is, is what ultimately the city would want to see, what those individual things are. Hopefully the public uh, will utilize uh, this call to action from our city manager and uh, to, to come out and participate. And, you know, like I said at the opening of the show, it's a new year. Make, your, make part of your New Year's resolution to be more engaged in your community if you aren't already. Because it really um, just – I'll just do a little plug here – you, the city does a great job with providing people the opportunity to get information, uh, you know, between social media and the videos and the, the, the recaps of the meetings. So if you don't want to watch the whole darn city commission meeting, you can watch, you know, the little uh, the meeting minute or the mm-hmm. recap of that. So many ways for you to learn information, but we're not going to come to your house and spoon feed you on your couch that's that's just not one of the ways. <laughs> so right. I just want to I don't want you to have to say that. I want to say that as a citizen, you know, you I don't I'm not engaged just because I'm already sort of part of the loop of of caring about, you know, city government and and city processes, but as a citizen, there's so many ways to engage and I commend you and your staff for for making that a priority because I know you guys have for so long. Yeah, thank you. That is a focus of the staff and of the commission. Mm-hmm. And we have some great resources, especially with our communications department, you know, to make all of that happen and, and to allow um, for it to happen. You know, I, I've, I work with 2,500 of the greatest public servants in this country. And um, and all of our interest is is about doing things that are good for the public that the that the public wants. Mm-hmm. And so this is just one more opportunity to allow the public to have a say in, yeah. in what they have in the front lawn of their of their of their downtown. And so um, it, it, it I, I think it'll be positive. Mm-hmm. I'm hoping it will be well received um, after the presentation today. It seemed to be mm-hmm. uh, well received at that event. And, and so we're hopeful. You know, there's so many things now that we talk about and we deal with uh, in communities that are just very polarizing. Mm-hmm. Hopefully this is not one of those things. You right. know, hopefully everybody's just going to enjoy um, the thought that it will provoke. Um, you know, the concepts that it will inspire and then ultimately, you know, what that future can be in the perimeter of the park. And, and this should be well intended. And um, and we'll let the majority, you know, speak about what those items are. Um, and, and then it'll be a matter of, of figuring out the funding. I right. will mention that, though. Um, there is the possibility um, uh, for us to at least have some startup funding 
um, so that it won't take as long to mm-hmm. see at least some of these things developing. Now, it may not be that we revitalize the park all in one project. It right. it may, you know, phase in over time. Um, but I think we've got an opportunity to at least fund some of the beginning of it, mm-hmm. um, which hopefully will excite people also because right. so many, you know, of these types of, of projects today, you know, you by the time you kind of put the concept together and you go through all the engineering and design and then you got to come up with funding, you know, then it can be five and, and 10 years down right. the road. Th- this is one that I think can happen much more immediate. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, we are out of time. I know we could talk for hours about downtown and, and Munn Park and all the great things that we could do and, and want to do in our city. But uh, alas, we must save those for another day. But feel free anytime if you want to use this as a platform to get your message out about anything that's happening in the city. We certainly support that and, and, and welcome you back as a guest. So thanks, Sean, for being here. And uh, thank you for listening. And we'll see you next week.